0: hey everyone welcome back i'm jess
1: and i'm regan and this is you pick we watch the podcast where you pick the movie and we take a deep dive into it learning everything we can about your recommendation today we're going to be talking about the 2020 film sonic
0: it was so good (laughs)
1: <laughs> it was it was a lot better than i was expecting
0: yeah i saw it in theaters it was one of the last ones i saw and then i just got it on blu-ray this past week um yeah I, I, I can't wait to talk about it
1: i think that was also one of the last like big movies to come out before the theaters show
0: yeah uh harley quinn was right after that Ooh, okay so i saw that one too um yes
1: Saw that in theaters too.
0: So good. Somebody request that one just so I can have an excuse to watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> um speaking of Harley Quinn, that will bring us into our news. There's so much news that I found this week. Uh, that uh came out. I'm, I'm so pumped. Um so James Gunn's Suicide Squad trailer came out um and it lists all the characters. With their live action and their like comic book style counterpart next to each other, uh, did you get a chance to watch it at all?
1: I have not.
0: It's really good. It's it's gritty. It's uh, he calls it a '70s war movie style,
1: and it,
0: his biggest movie. Like he's talking that it's bigger than Guardians of the Galaxy.
1: Oh yeah, I was looking through the cast actually a couple days ago and it is really impressive. I mean, there's a lot of big names in Avengers movies and like Guardians and stuff like that, but this is this feels like a cast on par with um like The Expendables kind of a thing, you know? Yes. Like it might might not be people you see in movies all the time, but you know exactly who they are and that they're pretty great.
0: Yeah. Um I the only thing I am curious about because they're gonna negate the original Suicide Squad, I think, and they're gonna make it. But I want to know if it's gonna if it's gonna be connected to uh, Harley Quinn Birds of Prey at all. Hmm. I'm yeah, curious. that's a good question.
1: Because uh, she's still in it, so it's got a unless it's like a, a soft reboot kind of a deal.
0: Yeah, that might be true because. Harley Birds of Prey is to Suicide Squad because they reference what happened between her and Joker. Yeah, so, I don't know. I'm excited either way. 2021, everyone for that.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. 2021 is shaping up to be uh, a hell of a year for announced movies. Anyway.
2: mm mm-hmm.
0: Um, that let's move over from DC to MCU. Olivia Wilde signed on to direct uh, the Spider-Woman MCU movie.
1: Oh, I had not heard about that, actually.
0: Yeah, that one just came out, uh, or that she just confirmed it um, this week. Uh, If you don't know who Olivia Wilde is, um, she did most recently Booksmart. She wrote and directed that, I believe, and then she's a big proponent of women in the movies. Um, both behind the screen and on screen. And she's married yeah. to Jason Sudeikis.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she. I remember she was a big name in the 2000s as far as being in movies. And now, like, I first saw her in House.
2: Mm-hmm. as yeah. like,
1: one of the main characters. And, yeah, no, it's cool. She seems to be moving towards, like, the director's seat, which I'm pretty excited for.
0: Yeah, I'm going to be stoked to see a woman direct, because I think she'll be the first woman to direct a official MCU universe movie. I think. Ooh. Correct me but... if I'm wrong, anybody out there.
1: <laughs> uh, that sounds like a lot of googling, and uh, I'm just going <laughs> to put that on the back burner for now.
0: Um, Did you get a chance to look into that Christopher Nolan Inception sequel? thing um... That I told you about?
1: Where did I put that? Because
0: I've heard two different things with that.
1: Right. So it's, I don't know, I, I read that it might be more of, I found a lot of conflicting information actually. So it might be that Tenet is a sequel to Inception, or it could be that they're just doing a plain like spin off from the original idea of it. But I I didn't look very hard, but I really can't... <laughs> I can't really say I found much on that.
0: Yeah, that same thing with me. Um, but I know that you're a huge Nolan fan, so... Um, I got mostly, like, Tenant is some type of sequel or something to Inception. That was the most thing that kept coming up for me, so...
1: Um. Yeah. It, it's weird when you hear two different things from two different sources you know like I found a pretty compelling argument that it wasn't and then immediately followed that up with like another really great argument of why it is so I guess I'll just watch the movie when it comes out and make up my own mind
0: yeah if it ever gets out right
1: (laughs) I just want to see it
0: Um, also in 2021 what I saw uh, a reboot of The Exorcist
1: Oh, okay.
0: So, is that a movie that really needs to be remade? Probably not, because <laughs> I feel like it's perfection, like, the way it is.
1: Yeah, and there's, there's not a small number of those out there that, you know, are great in its original form, but are in the works of being remade. And I feel like a lot of that's due to Hollywood having a built-in audience for a certain, you know... Uh, brand of movies, and then seeing an opportunity to remake them and make a bunch of money because you're you're giving an already existing audience a new product. Yeah, I don't really like that, but that's what's happening.
0: I mean, money. Everything's driven <laughs> by money, usually. Yeah, that's uh, true. I just don't see it having the same effect that it had back then. Like my mom would told me stories of seeing ambulances outside theaters when this Mm. movie started because people were so scared.
1: Yeah. Yeah, It's when movies have an impact like that, you can't just repackage it and expect the same response, you know?
2: Yeah,
0: which brings us to uh, Lawrence Fishburne not being invited back for Matrix 4. What do you think of that?
1: Uh, I saw that. I... Honestly, don't know if that's a good call or not, but I trust the people making it because they're the same ones that made the original trilogy. So if they think there's no room in the first, I'm assuming this could be the first of a few Matrix sequels. If they don't see a purpose in putting them in this one, then maybe you'll come back for the next one.
0: What are your thoughts on these new Matrixes? Anyway. I think,
1: <laughs> I think that's a, a risky choice, but I, I like it makes sense from a financial standpoint, I guess you know people like The Matrix. you get the original creators back to make a new movie and get Keanu back who I don't think Keanu's ever been more popular than he is right now. So on paper that seems like a reasonably safe bet. Yeah well,
0: I agree. It's kind of weird because he went from being like super popular in almost the early 90s, like with Speed and everything, like that time, and then a Mm. little bit off. And then he did The Matrix and all like those movies, and then a little time off. And now he's like John Wick and everything.
1: (laughs) It's crazy because he does star in like just a number of duds as far as movies go, but the hits he gets are like. Almost unlike anyone else's career, like when he hits it out of the park, it's like out of the stratosphere.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And like with John Wick, yeah, I again I, I see his face everywhere now, and I absolutely love it.
0: I know, and so many people like wrote him off back in like the Bill and Ted days.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, have you by any chance seen the nineteen ninety-two Dracula
0: movie? No.
1: So he he plays uh a main character in that, not Dracula, but it's, it's so ridiculous because you have like Gary Oldman and Anthony Hopkins in that movie and he just feels like outclassed in every way. And it's just, he's got like horrible accents and it's, it's something that made me laugh a lot and I was wondering why they put him in the movie. And then I happened upon a piece of trivia a couple weeks ago that just said that they're looking for someone for that role who quote unquote would just be assaulted by ladies at the airport. Like they just, <laughs> they just wanted a pretty boy to slap into that role. And they're like, Hey, Kiana's is pretty done.
0: That's awesome. <laughs> it's, it's so crazy how stuff happens.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: so that's all I had, but that's, that's a lot for this week. Did you have anything else?
1: That, it is. Um, just two little, always two things. I always have two things <laughs> for some reason.
2: It's always but... two.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so there's a Amazon Prime show called The Boys. And season two is dropping next month in September. And I can vouch for season one is very good. And the graphic novel it's based on was written by a person who hates superheroes. So it's very unique and very um, its own thing, I guess.
0: I'll be okay. honest, like it's the one reason why I wanted Amazon Prime and I, I don't have that's the one service I don't have <laughs> And I'm like uh, I, I can't justify it for one show though.
1: Yeah, yeah, especially since they make you pay upfront. Yeah. but it's if you can find it somewhere' I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll talk after and see if <laughs> see if we can work something out. It's definitely <laughs> worth the money. It feels as different from everything out there as like Deadpool. Or Logan feels different
0: nice yeah everything I've seen on it looks great and didn't they just announce that somebody was coming for season oh, oh the guy from uh
2: supernatural from Super...
0: yeah supernatural Jensen Eccles Eccles yeah
1: Who's
0: coming next season right
1: yeah so season two is about to premiere and then it's already renewed for season three
0: yeah that's awesome
1: <laughs> which is a good sign Um that and also I ended up speaking of Harley Quinn. I checked out the animated DC show Harley Quinn and it's like one of the funniest animated things I've seen since Archer like first premiered. Really? Yeah. Like it's surprisingly good. I would highly recommend. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously it's very different, but it's it's really It's, like, self-referential and very self-aware in the best ways. And then also has, like, really cheeky humor that I enjoy. Oh, what's that on? Um, that should be on HBO. Since DC's streaming service crapped itself, they moved, like, all their popular content over to HBO Max, I believe.
0: Okay, I do have that. Ah. So, um interesting because archer is one of my favorite cartoons (laughs) like ever so same i'm gonna i'm gonna have to look that up definitely um
1: that's all i have
0: cool so busy week out there this week i'll have all the links to the things i talked about um in the show notes too so if you want to look up some more stuff or just see the trailer or anything the links will be in there um so sonic Hmm. here's my uh get to know you question this week um because it gives me a segue into talk about things so (laughs) um were you a sonic fan and do you have any childhood memories of this game or even the um tv shows the cartoons that were on
1: i love self surfing segues (laughs) um i unfortunately didn't really I don't think I ever played the Sonic games. I remember one of my friends, well, more he's more of like an acquaintance at the time, had like a Sega Genesis, and I watched him play a little bit of Sonic when I was like, I don't know, seven or something. And, you know, just really uncomfortable at a new person's house while like parents were hanging out. So that's the memory I have of it. And I never actually ended up getting around to play it. But from what I understand, you have some experience there
0: i have a lot of experience but first i just (laughs) want to say i totally understand that feeling of being awkward at somebody's house while your parents are there (laughs) they're like oh they have a kid your age go play with them Uh, okay
1: (laughs) sure why not (laughs)
0: uh so yeah sonic actually um i had a nintendo first i got a regular nes system Uh, originally, and then a few years after Sega came out, because I always got everything a couple years late um, when they came with when they re-released things with games so I got the Sega at Christmas and I got three games with it I got Sonic 2 because it came packaged with it, I got the Lion King which is the only uh, game I ever beat as a child And if you go and search that online, like people hate that game because they think it's hard. I can beat that game in 10 minutes. No joke.
1: So you've got some street cred there.
0: I do. I do. It's the only thing I have street cred in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, And I think I got a sports game, but I can't remember. But the two that I would play constantly were Sonic and Lion King. And before I had, a, I had my own Sega, my aunt had my aunt, and my uncle, they were my cool aunt and uncle, and they had a Sega Genesis. and they had the first Sonic. So I would play the first Sonic there, and then I would play Sonic 2 at my house. And in Sonic 2, you had tails with you. So if you had a friend over, somebody could play as tails. But most of the time I just took off running and tails would like follow you and it didn't matter if he died or not. <laughs> um, to this day, though, However, I cannot beat the final version, the final boss. Like, he has a couple versions, and I can't beat him. So even to this day, I've never fully beat Sonic 2. But I love this game. I would just sit and try to collect all the coins, all the rings, I mean. Um, I would try to get the Chaos Emeralds. Uh, I put easily hundreds of hours into this game as a child and probably my best memories for Sega between that and Lion King. So
1: so you have a I, doctorate in Sonic at this point.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I love it. And maybe one day if I get get it on, cause there's a Sega collection on PS4. I can get that and I can stream it and I can show all you guys how good I am. Cause that's the only <laughs> thing I have going for me. <laughs> <laughs> so useless, useless uh, stuff for me is what I have I'm good at useless things <laughs> um, but yeah I absolutely love that game and I used to watch the cartoon too um, the cartoon was really fun we actually have um, the Christmas specials on DVD here because mm-hmm. uh, the kids the twins are into it too, they were super into Sonic. They started making me buy all the Sonic games so they could play them. Um, so yeah, we're we're a pretty big Sonic family. So when the original trailer came out for this, oh
1: my god,
0: uh, sorely disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, when they delayed it so they could fix it, uh, we it, we were there like the first week to see it in theaters. So. Um, I didn't even
1: was... I, at that point. I didn't even know a Sonic movie was coming out. And then I was in. <laughs> I was in to see something else. And then when that trailer dropped, I was so horrified at his weird little chiclet human teeth. <laughs> oh man, I I thought I might have nightmares from that.
0: Yeah, there was just something so off about it. Like the the teeth, the weird like colored skin almost uh, his eyes like everything it, everything was just off.
1: So. Yeah, kind of looked like Sonic the Otter rather than the hedgehog.
0: Yeah. um. So if you haven't figured it out <laughs> after <laughs> discovering the overview for the movie is after discovering a small blue fast hedgehog, a ta- small town police officer must help him defeat an evil genius who wants to do experiments on him.
1: <laughs> that's right on the money.
0: It, it is. And that's pretty much what happens in the games too. Um, so everybody knows that I love it. So I'll do my reaction after, after you, what was your uh, reaction watching this?
1: My initial reaction was, well, okay. So I, I was worried that I might be unconsciously a little biased because my brother said that he watched this with my nephew And he said it was like the longest hour and a half of his life. But then it's like he didn't grow up with video games or, you know, he has no zero personal attachment to Sonic. So I was just worried it might be a little too like kid oriented. And it totally wasn't like I, I ended up laughing way more than I thought I would at this. It's just really fun.
0: Yeah. Um, The second I, so when it starts, you get the um, the little screen of the Sega game. And then next to it, you start seeing all these other Sega games. And it blows up to Sega, and it goes uh, like, Sega, which is the only, it does that in the Sonic game. And it's the, really the only game that does that. Hmm. And watching that with all these other Sega games, I played as a child because, Sega was like, during the Super Nintendo Sega Wars, I was a Sega person.
1: (laughs) Did you cry? It's okay if you cried.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I got goosebumps. (laughs) I'll tell you straight up, I got goosebumps. Uh, This was like, to me, the only thing I can compare it to is the MCU universe. You know, when you see the Marvel like Mm -hmm. start to come up on the screen and you see all the different scenes from the movies and whatnot, and you get that feeling like That's how I felt, and I was like, I am so ready for a Sega universe. Like, (laughs) let's do
2: this.
0: (laughs) Um, Then, when you first see Sonic as baby Sonic, and when he's in his world, his original world, and how they recreated... That's Green Hill Zone. Like, that is level one of (laughs) the game. And it's almost a perfect version, and it's like... I couldn't stop smiling because I was like, this is incredible. Um, (laughs) You mentioned that there
1: were a lot of Easter eggs in there. And there were times when something was happening or I saw something just for a second. I'm like, I'm sure that means something. I'm sure that's impactful.
0: There's there's so much. Um, And then when he's in Earth and you see the town is called Green Hills, I was like, I was just giddy. This Hmm. all happens within the first 10 minutes of the movie. And instantly, I was like, this is going to be the best video game movie I've ever seen. And Hmm. I also think, segue into cast, this is Jim Carrey's best movie since the 90s.
1: I will say it was fun to see him just be goofy and have fun with a role again. You know, like I feel like I haven't seen that particular like almost riddler style jim carrey since the late 90s
0: yeah you can see everybody jim carrey plays dr robotnik um who looks he looks exactly like he does <laughs> in the game and it's incredible um but dr except jim carrey's thin and robotnik is is a fat guy but it's it's early it's the origin <laughs> story so <laughs> <laughs>
2: um
0: He, Jim Carrey, like to me, like you said, ruler, I was thinking like liar, liar, or just because of the way he moves his body around, too.
1: That, yeah, that is a better example.
0: I, I loved him. (laughs) Um, I'm going to be talking a lot on this one. So, uh, we've already discussed that. Yeah. Uh, this is, yeah. So, anyway. Uh, ben Schwartz is the voice of Sonic. Um, I would have been happy. Did you know that Steve Urkel, um, who is Jamal White did, from Family Matters, voiced Sonic in the cartoons?
2: Hmm.
1: I did not know that.
0: Yes. It's, it's fun to know that and then listen to Urkel and then listen <laughs> to those Sonics. Um, <laughs> it's pretty fun. But Ben Schwartz... Does mostly voice work. Um, he's got a face for voice work, just <laughs> so you know. <laughs> he
1: uh, he was in the show Parks and Recreation as like a recurring character, and he was absolutely like obnoxiously funny in that. Yeah, that's that's the only place I really know him from.
0: Um, most recently for his voice work, he's done. He's Leo on Rise of the Ninja Turtles, which are hashtag not my turtles because that's hmm. a whole other conversation about ninja (laughs) turtles that side note did you grow up with ninja turtles
1: i did sort of and by that i mean like uh one of the newer animated shows came on and got really popular when i was like transitioning into a teenager kind of era i I think and i really like that one but i'm pretty low on the totem pole as far as mutant turtle exposure goes.
0: Oh, man. I was a Ninja Turtle for Halloween. (laughs) Love Ninja Turtles. Um, Another side note. We actually went to Universal Studios back when it was MGM Studios specifically because uh, the movies, the live-action Ninja Turtle movies had come out, and they had the Ninja Turtles there. Mm. So one year... We specifically went there because I wanted to meet the Ninja Turtles.
1: <laughs> did you also meet Vanilla Ice?
0: I did not. But uh. I got to eat in a um, a 50s diner car like they do in Pulp Fiction.
2: Mm, oh, that's like, cool.
0: Like a Jackrabbit Slims type thing, which was pretty awesome. Um, yeah, that's, that's a whole other thing. So anyway... <laughs> And, uh,
1: the, the only reason I brought up villain, Vanilla Ice is because he did a song for one of the early Ninja Turtle movies, and it is absolutely ridiculous. If you YouTube the music video, like it's good, but it's it's also ridiculous.
0: Go Ninja, go Ninja, go! Yeah. I
1: know it. Uh, okay, okay.
2: <laughs>
0: TMNT two, Secret of the Ooze, I had on VHS, and I wore the tape out. <laughs>
1: That's how much I watched it. That takes some doing.
0: Oh, there's pl- there's like four movies I did that too. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he also does Dewey, Dewey Duck on the reboot of Ducktales, which are also hashtag not my Ducktales.
1: <laughs> Fair. I kind of want someone to recommend the. Actually, no, I think that's a series, the new Watership Down. So I can hear you say, not my hashtag, not my Watership Down, not my rabbits. <laughs>
0: Not my rabbits. Get out of here with those scary rabbits.
1: <laughs> it's like Peter Cottontail and Mad Max.
0: Oh, my God. Together. I would have nightmares. <laughs> I would legit have nightmares from those. <laughs> um, the other main character, we have James Marsden, plays Tom, the small town sheriff. Um, everybody should know him as Cyclops from the original uh, X-Men trilogy.
1: Mm -hmm. and teddy from westworld
0: yes i figured you would say that one
1: (laughs) (laughs) also is it just me or does he just seem like a delightful person
0: he really does i watched um the behind the scenes on the blu-ray and he was just so sweet and so nice (laughs) and so not hollywood so yeah yeah it it was pretty good um he also has an age. Like, X-Men came out 20 years ago.
1: Yeah, I. the only thing I noticed, the only change I could really, like, track is the fact that his face is basically the same, but he's, like, bulked up. Yeah. As opposed to, like, X-Men days. But then again, so is Hugh Jackman. He's Those guys are huge now.
0: Yeah, they really are. Um, We've talked about Jim Carrey. I don't think he needs any introduction. (laughs) Uh, He's just, yeah, amazing. Amazing physical actor. Um, And then the other, like, main-ish character is the girl, the wife, uh, Atika Sumter, who plays Maddie. Um, She's, I didn't really know, like, she has one of those faces, and she's been in a lot of things, but mostly on TV. Uh, most recently in Mixed Dish, which is the spinoff of Blackish, and then okay. she's in this series called The Haves and Have Nots. Um, I've never heard of it, but it's been on for seven years, and she has over two hundred episodes in it. So, uh,
2: huh. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> <laughs>
0: but I thought she was pretty good.
1: Yeah. Yeah, me too. Um, I noticed that Neil, uh, McDonald was in the movie too. Yeah, which is he's a he's a great like character actor. Like he's just in a lot of small st- smaller roles, but he's always very distinct and brings a lot to them. And I think it's just hilarious who's in this because it's him, and then Jim Carrey talks over him like the whole time, so he barely says anything in the movie.
0: Yeah, he's pretty funny. That whole scene is pretty funny. Um, And then the guy, the general guy that ends up coming to them with the gift card, (laughs) the Olive Garden gift card,
2: (laughs) (laughs) um,
0: he's also Mm -hmm. one of those like background character actors, too. Um, He does a lot Mm -hmm. of like, he's not in a movie very long, but he does a lot of comedy stuff where he's just like random. I think the last thing I can remember him in is Josie and the Pussycats. Um, that 90s movie with Tara Reid and Rachel E. Cook and Rosario Dawson. Hmm. Which is an awesome movie. Yeah,
1: I'm drawing a blank on that one. <laughs>
0: um, but he's just one of those guys too. He's pretty funny. Um, that's a, That's about it for the cast. So we can move into all the awesome stuff about this movie. Um, what was what was your favorite part or scene or moment in it?
1: Um, hard for me to say what my absolute favorite one was right off the top. It always but. is. <laughs> what I, if i can just grab a random one i really love it when sonic starts driving the car and he's like ah, i feel like vin diesel <laughs> it's all about family Tom. i laughed so hard at that line <laughs> i i that i don't know i think that's probably one of my favorite lines of that movie because i didn't expect it
0: yeah there's a lot of those little scenes that are funny like that um my favorite is probably the bar scene where they rip off the <laughs> quicksilver like slow cam but speed cam thing. Yeah. Um I loved it in X-Men and I love it in this. I think I think it's hilarious.
1: I've got mixed feelings because <laughs> I, I remember the first time I saw anything like that was in X-Men and that was really cool. And then like when I think about it it feels more like their power is stopping time rather than running really fast but I don't know that's 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 just me
0: yeah I can see that in this one he stopped time. it's like he stopped time in, yeah. in X-Men you still see the stuff like slowly move so mm-hmm. um, but yeah I can see that but I love like when it's over and everything just like uh. comes together it makes me it makes me laugh oh yeah um so usually i start with academy awards but this uh just came out so it actually hasn't been available to be in the academy awards it would be in next year's um so it hasn't had time to be nominated but do you think it should be nominated for anything and if so what
1: um i think it should be nominated for best character redesign (laughs) because that was that was by far the thing I was most impressed with. I'd say the effects are pretty great, so it might be nominated for like best visual effects or something like that. Um I I just feel like when you when you have a character in your movie that is more cartoonish because it's that type of movie, I feel like people cut you so much more slack for yeah, I, I don't know, just um effects in general, I guess.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I would think something like uh, sound mixing would be good. Anything with like explosions or um, roboty sounds, I feel usually gets nominated mm. for that stuff. Um, okay. And I would go with visuals too. Um, nothing, I don't think it, it's a comedy, so actors hardly ever get nominated for that stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah I I think mixing so it'll be interesting to see if it gets if it does get nominated for anything just because the pool for this year is going to be so small as well
1: yeah unless unless they just crap out a ton of movies at the end of the year I think it's going to be really small
0: yeah it'll be interesting um do you want to start because you know that I could talk forever
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sure. Um, So one thing I, one Jim Carrey fact that I found that I absolutely love because it just sounds like him is uh, he remarked during the press promotion of the film that very little of the dialogue from the pages of the script ended up in the movie. Apparently he was given a lot of creative freedom for his nonverbal scenes receiving basic instructions. Like here's the room. This is the music. Just do something with that. And I love that because he's notoriously great at, like, improvising stuff in movies.
0: That is when he's at his best. And mm. that scene where he's dancing.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: That is probably one of the best scenes, I think, too, in the movie. Just because that that's Jim Carrey right there. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I I could put together like a 15 minute TED talk about all the things about Jim Carrey in this movie I enjoyed.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. That's what we'll do. We should start doing TED talks. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my TED talk. This is why Jim Carrey's the best. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Apparently he was also attracted to this project um, because more than anything else, his daughter was a big fan of Sonic when she was growing up
2: yeah,
0: that's awesome. I love when so it's always
1: better when there's like a personal connection there.
0: Yeah, I love when uh, we find out celebrities are just like us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, wait a second. You eat and shower. You're a human. <laughs> what?
0: Um, do you want to talk about the redesign? Did you get any stuff on that?
1: Oh, oh, I got stuff on that.
0: <laughs> I figured.
1: again i was really impressed with that because the first it uh, it was one of those things where it was so bad i couldn't even understand how that passed like test screening you know or like basically anyone's supervisor's desk without them you know saying let's put a pin in this for a second but (laughs) apparently uh the production team created what they deemed was a more realistic design for Sonic, which incorporated more fur spikes, new like running sneakers and normal sized eyes and even more normal, horrific human teeth for some reason. But it got a lot of negative feedback and it got so much negative feedback that they pushed back the release uh, date of the film for actually, I think almost like six months. And uh, they redesigned it to, you know, more faithfully cartoonish design. But the uh, Gita Jackson of Kotaku, I think that's a site or a magazine. Anyway, uh, they are on record calling it horrific and a blight upon this weary earth. And I would 100% agree with that. Uh, The redesign added an extra estimated $5 million to the project at that point and after about five months of like mandatory overtime they redesigned you know sonic in every part of the entire movie um i also read that um the the creepiness that you get from seeing his original form sounds like i'm talking about (laughs) dragon ball z for a second but um it's it's actually a term called the uncanny valley where an artificial representation of humans becomes more and more realistic, it reaches a point where it stops being endearing and starts being creepy. So think like Tom Hanks in the Polar Express, you know, like just those dead CGI's where, uh, I don't know. It's like looking into a shark's eyes.
0: Yeah. um, I get that feeling when I play um, quantum dream, quantic dream games, Uh, Heavy Rain, Beyond Two Souls, and uh, Detroit Become Human. Mm. Those ones are all like that. Like the CG, the humans, especially in Detroit Become Human, they're robots that are human like, but like obviously it's all done in video game technology and they look like it's the, you're right, it's the eyes.
1: That's usually what it is for me. It's like the eyes and the mouth really end up creeping me out. I feel like I'm gonna fall asleep and dream about a monster covered in teeth now. <laughs> with tiny eyes.
0: Oh uh, that's terrifying.
1: What sucks though is that the um that branch, that Canadian branch of the moving picture company VFX team had to change everything they did within five months working sometimes. 17-hour uh, days with no time off for weeks, only to have the... only to recomplete the project, have their branch shut down under the explanation that they were relocating to uh, uh, just a more convenient location. But the second project they were also wrapping up was also the live adaptation of Cats, which is the <laughs> Uncanny Valley the movie.
0: Okay, first of all, that whole they were right to shut down that whole group because they're awful. (laughs) That whole thing was terrible. Did you get a text? We may have lost Regan. Okay. We're going to pause
2: and then we're going to be back and we'll have more about the creepy cats. And now we're back with more Creepy Cats. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I guess based on their track record with those two recent projects, I think that's why they got canned, essentially. Yeah. Which sucks.
0: I... You may have dropped when I said this, but I said they deserve to be canned. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that was my gut reaction after seeing that first trailer.
0: I when okay here's the story of that we went to the theater and i was like i'm going to see what was i going to see i don't even remember i was going to see um star wars that's right cuz star wars and cats came out at the same time so <laughs> i was going to see star wars and uh the kids and my wife were like oh let's go see cats and i'm like you know that's horrible right and they're like hmm. yeah we just want to go see it and laugh at it and I was like have fun I'll be watching an awesome movie with lots of action so <laughs> that was our night me going to see Star Wars and them going to see cats
1: that sounds like the most uneven trade deal in our nation's history
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> How, uh, what
1: did what did they have to say
0: oh they thought it was awful <laughs>
1: so
2: they
0: came out laughing and uh That's one where we're going to get, I think they want to get it on Blu-ray or something because there's like the butthole cut.
1: (laughs) I heard about that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my.
0: Oh, so yeah. Anyway, nobody (laughs) requests that movie.
1: (laughs) I just like how someone was out there thinking like, you know what? I know a good idea when I hear one. You always see cats' buttholes. What if the cats were people, but you still saw those people's buttholes? Brilliant. Blu-ray. Make it happen.
0: It's just so awful. Like, who <laughs> looked at that movie? And- <laughs> yeah, this is great. Let's go with it.
1: <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, the dude who directed it won Oscars for directing the Les Mis adaptation with Hugh Jackman. Yeah. In Anne Hathaway. And then I'm just very surprised that this is like the next thing.
0: Yeah, I I have no words for that <laughs> monstrosity. So and I like musicals. I'm a huge musical fan. And but this one, no. Just wrong. Fair. Um all right, I have at least seven Easter eggs that are in this game, in this movie. Um, Bring it on. All right. So one of the cool things is Jeff Fowler, who is the director. Um, he said the Sonic references from the game being put in uh, throughout the filming. He said, it's not like you're going to, you're going out of your way in terms of story to put these things in. They are what they are. Just, just, it's, which is just a way of rewarding fans for their years of enthusiasm and getting to see some things that they would recognize, but some that the rest of the audience might not. So he basically all this stuff that was put in is stuff for the fans, the people that have been a fan of this game. It's been around for almost 30 years now. I think 91 was the year it came out, uh, which is the original Sonic. So they're... I'm sure I missed some of them, Um, and then I also already talked about like the beginning, how like it looks like the first level, um, and that they live in Green Hill Zone, in Green Hill Zone, in Green Hills, and all that stuff. Um, And then here's some other ones that were in there: Uh, the Mushroom Planet, which Sonic is dreading going to if he has to go. um, Direct is a direct basically Mushroom Hill Zone, from the first level of Sonic and Knuckles, which came out in 1994. Um, you get to use various mushrooms that can be used as springs and platforms for Sonic to jump on. Uh, I never played Sonic and Knuckles. I was more just an OG fan. Um, but it, that one is really good, too. Um, when Sonic pulls out his map that he has like crossed off um, worlds that he's already been to, there's a Chaos Emerald drawn on that. Uh, almost all the Sonic games revolve around Sonic trying to collect seven Chaos Emeralds. So that was kind of cool if you caught that and you knew what you were looking for. Um, when Robotnik shoots the missiles at Sonic on the roof of the Trans America Pyramid, and Sonic puts his hands on his hips and taps his foot impatiently, um, you know, when like time stops, he shoots all the, the missiles around him. Um, he... Are you still there? Alright. We will be right back again.
2: Uh, are you there? Because uh. I have the other... <laughs> Looper number
0: four.
1: <laughs> Jeez, so I hang was. On. Oh, can you hear me?
0: I can hear you, okay. but we have the mute. Okay, hang on. There we go. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, okay. All right, that one just started. So sorry <laughs> for that. We are having some technical difficulties today.
1: Part <laughs> <Right> over here. <laughs>
0: We really are. So, uh, starting back at number three, uh, we have when Robotnik shoots missiles at uh, Sonic on the roof of the Transamerica Pyramid. You know, when he stops time and all the missiles come at him. Yes. And he puts his hands on his hips and taps his foot impatiently. Mm
1: -hmm. That
0: is his idol pose. Uh, when you don't move him in the game
2: <laughs>
0: so if you like not if you like if you just like set the controller down or like you walk away when you come back he will be looking at you through the screen and like tapping his foot and like crossing his arms Um, in some versions and it's awesome he gets uh super mad at you if you don't because he wants to go fast that's like the whole thing of it
1: Oh, uh, gotcha.
0: Um, When Sonic starts rolling around on the ground, two sounds from the games play simultaneously. It's the uh, spin attack. So in Sonic 2, because I can't remember if you can do it in one, but in Sonic 2, you press down and he'll like curl up into a ball and then you just hit like the, it doesn't matter what button, A. Um, he'll like spin really fast and then you let him go and he'll like go around things. And then the second sound is the dash pad sound, which I'm not actually sure which one it's from. It might be from a different one that I'm not super familiar with. Um, During his speeding antics inside the motel, Sonic can be seen doing his Uh, balancing pose from the original Sonic the Hedgehog uh, which is if you put him on the edge of a ledge he'll like whip his arms around like he's trying to catch himself which is pretty cool Um, (laughs) it's really funny he has a couple of them in Sonic 2 he does that one and then he has another one like if you go close to the edge he'll like be on his tiptoe and like trying to balance Um, it's pretty cool um Crazy Carl, who is a great character on his own. <laughs> um he is the local who's hunting the blue devil in Green Hills. Um there's a drawing that he holds up, and it's an awful drawing of Sonic. And this is an actual pop culture thing called Sanic <laughs> Which is basically just very bad drawings of Sonic, <laughs> um, and they it was so like like you said the original design of Sonic was so bad, fans were comparing it to that picture of Sonic.
2: <laughs> oh oh <It> no! <laughs> um, I mean, it so that's Warren's pretty cool them. that
0: they like threw that in there for. That's like a whole like subgenre of people on the internet that came up with that. So, uh. <laughs>
1: I can already say so far that I never oh, expected yeah. the depths of Easter eggs that are in this movie.
0: Uh, a hot take on one. Uh, it is one that I didn't know because I've never played Sonic Adventure. But there, during that chase scene, and you know that family that's like in the car and. Um, there's a figurine of Chao, mm-hmm. who's a virtual pet from Sonic Adventure. And that's on the dashboard of the family van. Yeah. And then my favorite my favorite mm. one, and it's not really like an Easter egg or anything. But at the end, when the music starts playing right before the credits, uh, that is Sonic to Green Hill Zone uh, music just slowed down yeah it's awesome
2: huh <laughs> yeah man ev- so. every
1: level of production easter eggs i bet you there's going to be like more that get uncovered like there's probably a youtube compilation already of all the easter eggs there because i bet you there are some that are hidden so well oh uh, you're not yeah. gonna find that easter egg until like next easter <laughs> Until it starts smelling in the bushes and you think something died and then you, you know, um, turn yeah turn the branches there, and oh there it is. I
0: bet I wonder if there if there is, I'll search on YouTube after and I'll if there is one I'll post it on the Facebook page. Um that there is so much in there and I I love I love when movies do that, when they cater to actual fans uh without sacrificing like stuff. Um, it's I I yeah. I love things like that. So, did you watch after the credits or like during the credits? All right. Um, Tales sure is did. awesome. So, doing them. Uh, James Marston <laughs> said that he signed on for however many they want to make. So, let's do it. Yeah, I
1: love how enthusiastic love he is about that.
0: So that's all I have for my Easter eggs and really um most of my facts um what I can recommend is the Blu-ray is actually on sale um everywhere right now so you can get it cheaper than it normally is and if you can get a chance to buy the Blu-ray um it has some awesome awesome behind the scenes stuff Of the making of stuff, Ben Schwartz's voiceovers and motion capture um, things, and it's really worth it. I think I only I bought it for twelve bucks. I think so, it's worth it.
1: Yeah, Yeah, that was pretty good. (laughs) Speaking of Easter eggs in the slow motion scene, um, Sonic uses a pair of missiles as xylophones, essentially. And he plays the as he's hitting bullets. It taps out the That's level. That's awesome. See, so yeah, I missed that one. A lot of the Sonic games. I feel like you could look for all the Easter eggs that you possibly could, pausing it yeah. every frame. Yeah, absolutely. And still miss just one of so those. Many.
0: Just one of those ga- uh, movies. Uh, yeah, I have. Just my budget and on the length uh, that I have. So it's only 99 minutes. Did you feel it was a good length for this type of movie?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, f- I, I felt like that was a good Yeah, I didn't feel like there was any for, for this type of uh, movie.
0: slow points. Pun- <laughs> no pun intended. But yeah, you got to go fast. <laughs> um, I felt like you gotta the, go fast. Flow. the flow was really well well done. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I, I liked it. It felt good to me. Um, yeah,
1: I just like that. It didn't feel overly long, you know, cause there's a lot of good movies that kind of yeah. can slip into that um, slope. Right so the there.
0: budget was 85 million estimated. So I don't know if that includes the extra 5 million used to redesign or if that's just know what it was but opening weekend it pulled in 58 million dollars which opening weekend was february 16th of this year um movies tend what do you think tend to stay in theaters now a month maybe a month and a half if they are doing well usually
1: yeah, unless you're like yeah. Avatar and stay yeah. in theaters for like an entire year, um, but
0: <laughs> so this was right before the world went to hell, and it still pulled in 146 million dollars in the U.S., which is awesome. Um, and then the worldwide was 306 million, which I think may have suffered just because of what was going on in China at the time. Because I feel like the Chinese market would have had this like out of the park.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I was thinking if there wasn't a pandemic going on, this would be a lot... I yeah. think the final gross would be like yeah, a lot I, closer I, to a I, billion. Yeah, I think that
0: too. Which is unfortunate because of how much work they put in Especially redesigning and doing everything. So, but that's all I have. Oh yeah, Do you have two more things. Oh,
1: ah, uh, three this time. <laughs> so, uh, in production, uh, the crew used the 2012 movie Ted as an influence because uh, that was also a CGI character in a real world and they uh, studied the variations of the character to develop um their character's final design and i think they had like three different puppets or so that were like the onset stand-ins for sonic that people had to like move and stuff and make sure that james Marsden's eyes were like it. lining up in the right place <laughs> he's so great <laughs> Um, Robotnik tells Agent Stone that he was trained by the Native American Shadow Wolves, which, surprisingly, is a real thing. And they're trackers who are part of the U.S. Immigration and Custom Enforcement team. I thought Jim Gary was just making something up. Who'd have guessed? (laughs) And the last fact I have here is uh, when Sonic tries to run to San Francisco... Just by taking a straight shot west and falling in the Pacific and then running back, it takes about (laughs) five seconds. And, of course, someone on the Internet plotted out that if he left the closest part of Montana and got to the closest part of the West Coast, like on the Pacific Ocean, going in a straight line, shortest distance, which is approximately 300 miles, based on that calculation, he should be able to run... 21,000 miles per hour. That's
0: a lot higher than the 300 miles
1: per hour. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: That's
0: funny. (laughs) Of course, somebody on the internet did that.
1: Oh, yeah. I feel like, uh, well, I've got a, a friend who majored in some sort of math degree in college. And I feel like people like that. Are the ones that you know if it's very easy for you to figure something like that out. In there's no way you're not doing that. When train A
0: movie. leaves the station at 4 p.m. going 40 miles an hour, <laughs> how many <laughs> cookies do you need?
1: <laughs> <laughs> at what point uh, does it fall into those... the ocean?
0: Uh, all you guys that do math out there, like more power to oh, you. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Someone uh, has to, because I can't. All
0: right. Are you ready to move on to our thumbs? All right. Do you want to go first, or you want me to go first?
1: Sure are. Sure, yeah. So, like I said, going into the movie, I wasn't really sure how it was going to be. The quality of the initial trailer spooked me a little. So I, I wasn't sure if the rest of the movie was kind of would feel haphazardly done but ended up being really funny just a fun little adventure and again uh, james marsden and jim carrey just are fantastic together i i think everything considered this is probably one of the best video game adaptation movies i've ever seen especially with the mountains upon mountains upon cartons of easter eggs that are just hidden through there um i'd i'd actually say I'm so glad you up. said that i really I was worried this.
0: i was worried you were not gonna like it and i was gonna be like oh <laughs> and be super sad face about it <laughs>
1: <laughs> i felt like if i would have given it just one thumb <laughs> up we there probably would be no next no i'm bigger than week. that like just friendship over immediate. If,
2: if
0: you can get past me not liking blade runner <laughs> <laughs> you thought you were going to get away with the Blade Runner reference this week but we'll squeeze it in there (laughs) yeah
2: Blade Runner Um, uh, finds a way
0: I freaking love this movie Um, I will say that I am partial to almost all (laughs) video game movies though Um, I've even seen the Dead or Alive movie with Jamie Jamie Priestley in it and I'm pretty (laughs) sure nobody's heard of that (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) I've heard of it I've seen exactly five minutes Um, on YouTube so I actually
0: owned that at one point that's how much I liked it Um, we won't get into why I don't own that anymore but anyway (laughs) Uh, this has just enough new story to bring the character to the real world because um, there is no real story of the game in the games until you start getting into the later adaptations. Um, and this has just enough Easter eggs to keep fans of the video game entertained and searching, like we said. At its core, it's a movie about a small-town guy learning to love his small town, and I can relate to that. So it was, it's nice to see that come out. Um, the movie has everything without forcing anything down your throat. Like you said, it's a fun adventure. And it's really just a good, entertaining, fun time. And I really can't wait to see what else they come up with, um, especially when when they bring Tails in or Knuckles or any of the other characters that really make this series what it is today. So this is a two thumbs way, way up for me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, got to go fast. I like it. <laughs>
1: Two thumbs up, really fast.
0: Um so that's awesome. Double <laughs> double four thumbs this week. Um we had one email this week. Um and it was my wife, bless her. Uh <laughs> because we were watching I told her last week <laughs> when we picked this or when it got picked cuz we don't pick it, guys. <laughs> uh when it got picked She's like, I'm gonna make you watch Super Mario Brothers now, and I was like, yes, you should. And so she she emailed in uh, this week and said just three words: Super Mario Brothers. Um, so I think that is one of the first video game movies. I know it's the first one done by Nintendo, um, and I I actually really hope it gets picked for next week because watching two. Watching a good video game movie and then, even though I still think it's good, watching that, I think, would be a really fun uh, comparison.
1: (laughs) Oh, for sure. For sure. I I inadvertently went down a rabbit hole on Super Mario Bros after watching, (laughs) like, half of it on, I think, TNT one night, like, 15 years ago, because I was so confused of, like, why don't I recognize anything or why is everything so strange essentially? There and, is a yeah, ton so of I know there's a lot of good one. trivia with that. Uh,
0: like I can name off so much thing right now just off the top of my head because I've we've looked into it so much already. Um but that being said, um <clears throat> we have a ton of stuff you can email in for. Um we have our October scary movie month. Any movie that doesn't get picked for October goes into the regular wheel. Um, We have our weekly wheel um, and then you can ask us to do any um, special episodes for like our 10th, every 10th episode, I think so far is what we've said, which are like remakes versus the originals or two widely different cups cuts from the same movie, like the upcoming justice league and justice league Snyder cut that are coming. Um...
1: That would actually yeah. be a really good one. You also can one. just I, write in and say hi. That.
0: And that you like us. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> we love emails. We love Facebook Absolutely. stuff. Speaking of Facebook, the contest is up and live right now. I'm going to reshare it again this week after probably midweek Um after the episode's been up a little bit. We'll be picking the winners in week nine. And I can say at least one person has all of them right so um it was i had fun doing that i hope everybody that like looked at it had fun doing them um so and if you (laughs) want (laughs) it
1: i didn't and i'll tell you why i'm really bad at riddles like that but more so I'm realizing I need glasses and I can't tell what a couple of those emojis you want are. Me I'm going to send
0: you the cards, at my, the pictures I'm mad of the at cards. my eyes. They're like giant. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you one. I'm going to send you one after this because sure. it's one that we should make a picture on our uh, Facebook page, actually. <laughs> um, so yeah, good. Facebook, get on that. Um, and we love you guys. We thank we thank you for listening and having fun. So, you added Mario to the wheel. I
2: All right? Added so that if right this now. Week, don't blame
0: me. Blame him. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <sighs> Blame your wife who sent in an email that sounds like someone snipped oh, out letters out of. Oh, I just menu. watched an episode.
0: Oh, what did I just watch that had that? Oh, that was.
2: Oh, it was the, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, Fantastic <laughs> Mr. Fox. It's so funny because you were like you were asking that right as my brain oh, was like, "Wait fantastic. a second! I just watched
0: Fantastic like Mr. Fox." <sighs> All right, let's spin this wheel and get out of here. Come on!
1: <laughs> all right, S- spin this, spin <laughs> yes. this cussing wheel.
0: Oh, it's Inception Easter egg. <laughs> Since all our movies.
1: Jesus Christ! Okay, well, Is it? again? It's oh Mario Bros. So your wife has some <laughs> sort of wheel preferential uh i don't know i'm I'm not mad that we have to watch the movie but i'm mad that like she just added one and it's exactly that one that we have to watch
0: i don't spin the wheel i just read the emails (sighs) (laughs) and i'm sorry that we're still not watching (laughs) the
2: stuff (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> yes sorry Aaron S. we will it's, uh we'll get there we'll get
0: there we have to get there <laughs> one day uh but I think I think we, it's we a good eventually I think it's good that we're gonna watch Mario Brothers because we will have that we watched a good movie and now we're gonna watch this we're gonna watch the newest versus the oldest <laughs>
1: I like how you're hesitant to say the word bad in there. Like <laughs> uh, watching a good movie and then I already like, well, know what I'm gonna this, give it next
0: week. Movie. So <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> all right, we're gonna watch Super Mario Brothers. Let's uh take us out, Regan, so I can start on that.
1: <laughs> uh all right. Well, Thanks again for tuning in, guys. Next week, we're going to discuss Mario Brothers, pick for us by Jess's wife. Remember, you can help select the next movie we watch by emailing the podcast at upickwewatch at gmail.com or hitting us up on Facebook or Twitter at upickwewatch, where you can also find updates, fun little competitions, and just all kinds of movie related stuff. If you like what you hear, um, a quick five star review would really go a long way and uh, help out the podcast. I'm Regan. You can find me on and Facebook and Instagram, you can find me at on Arthur Twitter Regan at
0: RadMadMal. And I'm really looking forward to next week. <laughs> so we'll see you guys later. It Gotta is go gonna past. be a
1: good one. <laughs>